Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The happy afternoon, sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting all the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we go and What a way to kick off a long holiday weekend and the bass opener. A chance to talk to one of our favorite people who's one of the best bass anglers in North America. He's from Kenora, Ontario, but he's been spending a lot of time in the States lately. Isn't that right, Jeff Gustafson? I've been been the traveling bass angler for the last few months. I've been fishing the FLW Tour, so we started in late January down at Lake Okeechobee in Florida. And have been we've had six events between uh, then. Just this past week, uh, we were at Kentucky Lake. Um, so mostly fishing in the south. We got one event left on the season at uh, Lake St. Clair over in Michigan um, here later in June. So I get I'm home now. I get a nice little break for uh, for a few weeks, and then it's uh, back at her one more time. How has the FLW Tour been uh, for you this year? I've had a really good year. I've had uh, I've had three tournaments where i finished in the top 10 and like wow. to put that in perspective um you know, this is my sixth year doing it i had two top 10s in the first five years of of fishing it so um it's you know there's 180 anglers it's very competitive and uh so it's it's tough to to crack that top 10 and um but yeah i finished second at uh the harris chain down in florida back in february and then um I've had a couple other good events so no it's been a good year i'm i'm uh I'm in also in the top 10 in points, so we get points where we finish in each event, and those go towards qualifying for the Forestwood Cup, which is going to our championship event. It's going to take place in, in August. So I'm looking pretty good to make that. Um, this last event at St. Clair is going to be smallmouth fishing. You know, we're, we're fishing up north, so it's, it's up my alley, and I should, uh, should be able to do pretty good in that one. So, so yeah, it's been a good year. I'm happy. All right. If, if people want to follow you uh, and your quest for an FLW title, uh, is there any online things we can follow? Yeah, well, you, you can, flwfishing.com, they do a great job, you know, covering the events as they're happening. And and, uh, and if you like bass fishing, I mean, there is so much information and good content on there, articles, video, um, all kinds of good stuff. So if you if you like competitive bass fishing or just want to learn some hot tips and tricks, it's uh, it's a great place to look for sure. Okay, what about you? Do you have uh, you keep up on on your uh, social media with what's going on? Yeah, absolutely. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and, and Twitter, Gussie Outdoors, and and I have my own website, GussieOutdoors.com. So it's a it's like a side job to keep all that stuff going, but. Uh, <laughs> But I keep it, you know, keep stuff pretty pretty active. And, um, you know, my website, I have a little blog on there. So if you want to know what's happening up here in Sunset Country and North End of Lake of the Woods, uh, you know, I keep 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 that up pretty good. And, you know, we're going to, the walleye fishing starting going to start getting pretty good here. We're getting some nice hot weather finally. I, I know a few of my buddies said the crappies started moving up in the last couple of days. And, uh, yeah, we've got lots to look forward to. I love this time of year you know, up uh, in our part of the world. 
Well, yeah, it's going to be a gorgeous Memorial Day weekend down here. Temps in the 80s for the whole weekend. And, of course, it is our our bass opener this weekend as well. So that's what we wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, as a guy who has fished bass a long time, you're a guy we definitely lean on for this. What should a Bemidji area angler be doing uh, for bass opener? Well, absolutely most important thing, you're definitely going to be wanting to fish shallow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if the bass will be like in full spawn mode yet but they're going to be thinking about it and they're going to be up in the bays and up in the reeds um both smallmouth and largemouth are going to be up pretty shallow so that's that's the first thing and then you know when it comes to choosing baits um you, you know we're so lucky and you guys are around Bemidji there's so many great places to bass fish but you, you know so you can kind of catch them however you want but I'd have if I could tie on three baits, I'd probably have a spinnerbait, a topwater, and like a stick, soft plastic stick bait, like a Northland Impulse Dip Stick. Those would be probably my three things, and you can uh, you can you'll catch plenty of fish on those things. Okay, um, you know bass fishing is very very popular nationwide. It's getting more and more popular in Minnesota. I think one of the things that's definitely helped us here in Bemidji, we had the Bassmasters uh, College Championship here, and I, it stunned me uh, how many big bass we got laying uh, around just in Lake Bemidji and, and those waters. I think a lot of people would be surprised at how much bass there actually is, even in lakes we don't consider to be bass lakes. Well, yeah, like because Bemidji's you know walleye walleye country, and uh, so a lot of the bass actually don't get pressured and fished for that much, and that's part of why the fishing's so good. And then. I mean, you go a little bit south down to Mille Lacs, and that's right now one of the best smallmouth fisheries in the world. Probably, it's it's hot right now and really big fish, and it's it's a uh, you know pretty special um, thing that's happening out there if you like to fish for smallmouths. And uh, you know they're fun to catch. They're one of the only fish that you can probably catch better on artificial bait than you can on live bait most of the time. And you know it's very visual. You see a lot of fish. You see bites. And they fight hard, so it's kind of like a win-win, <laughs> yeah. you know, all around. Absolutely. And, and the thing about uh, your neck of the woods is how good a bass waters Lake of the Woods are. There's tons of bass in there. Oh, yeah, it's phenomenal. And, like, right now, you can literally go out, and I would expect to catch 100 fish a day. It's yeah. uh, it's really good. Um, Rainy Lake, you know, we share with you guys, and uh, it's phenomenal as well. One of the It's probably my favorite smallmouth lake that I've ever fished and um, excellent, excellent topwater fishing. I could go there with a, with a popper kind of topwater bait and probably a, a three inch impulse tube. And I, I have my hands uh, tied up for most of the day. I think <laughs> we ever going to get the FLW up there. You know, I don't know if we'll ever get a, an event up here. It's, uh, it, it's, it's sort of a Southern based, company and and uh you know we get we went to lacrosse last year so that was getting up there we've gone to lake champlain over in new york we're going to st Clair this year so you never know but like lake of the woods would be or uh rainy would be phenomenal place to have these one of these big tournaments because they're so big the lakes are so big the fishing's excellent and uh you know it'd be fun but but (laughs) who knows i get to i get to you know put on the 18 20 30 hour drives to, to a lot of these places to to compete but i enjoy it i love for it. it makes the winter go by quick i like 
I like being able to have a reason to get out of here in, in January and February for a bit. <laughs> I love ice fishing, but it's nice to it's nice to be in the boat and some warm weather for uh, to break it up a little bit, you know. More with Gussie coming up next. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. We spend a lot of time down south for a Canuck. Jeff Gussie Gustafson, our guest today. He's in the FLW tournament. And, of course, we're getting ready for the Bass Opener this weekend, so he's a perfect guy to talk to. For the anglers who uh, have been nothing but uh, walleye anglers uh, most of their lives, uh, explain to us why we need to go bass fishing. You know, it just, it, it, I, I just love, I'm, I'm very competitive, so I live for, like, the tournament stuff. But just, just the reason bass fishing is so fun, I kind of mentioned it earlier, is it's very visual. You know, you can, especially now when they're up in shallow water, they're going to be hanging around clumps of weeds or clumps or, uh, you know, lay down trees in the water. They like to, or docks, any kind of, like, cover. They love to sit next to it and just wait for something to move by and they they pounce on it that's sort of how they feed they feed a lot with sight and uh and so they you know they chase stuff and they fight hard and it's uh it's fun it's and you know for those of you that have never bass fished before it's 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 uh you know you can go down to the local tackle store they can give you a handful of baits that are that you're going to catch some fish on they want you to catch fish so you come and buy more stuff so you know, go ask around, like, what, what, what are my, you know, two or three baits I need to go catch some bass on, on Lake Bemidji or wherever you might want to go. And, uh, you know, it'll make you a better angler all around if you, you know, you're, you become more versatile and open-minded. And, and it's amazing how many walleyes you, we run into when we're actually bass fishing, too. So it's, uh, yeah, it's fun. It's just another reason to, to be out on the water, and especially if it's, if the walleye bite's tough, then you can go usually catch a few bass. And and uh, and for kids, too, like kids love to cast, and and it's, you know, it's it's a lot more action than dropping a jig over the side of the boat and waiting for a bite, you know. So if you have kids that, that are on the bubble of, you know, being really interested in fishing and enjoying it, bass fishing might be a good way to... to perk their interest and you know you, you're going to catch a pike you might catch some pan fish while you're doing it so you you know it's, it's uh it's a little more action action filled i think absolutely more action filled uh hand-to-hand combat at sometimes when you're bass fishing which i think is very exciting and i'm starting to hear i mean it's a very strong catch and relief release ethic for bass fishing which it should be but i'm actually hearing more and more people talking about how they they eat bass occasionally too yeah, I mean, I know I I I never eat them. I just I love catching them too much, and <laughs> I think for you know the, I make my living fishing in these tournaments, so it's uh, <laughs> it would be bad. I feel like it would really curse me or jinx me if I ate one. But um, but no, you know they you can you, they're they're definitely edible too if people are uh, looking for dinner and and uh, but but just they're just really they are fun to catch and they jump and. Um, you know, it's uh, like my dad, when I was a little kid, my dad never bass fished at all. You know, he fished for walleyes and lake trout, fish he could eat. And uh, 
I kind of caught the bug for, for bass fishing and casting and using lures. And, and he, you know, he, he took me in a few tournaments when I was 10, 11, 12 years old and we didn't do very well. We kind of, we, we donated for a few years before we started to, you know, become competitive. But, uh, but he, you know, he lives for, loves bass fishing now. And, and, uh, so it's just, it's about being open-minded and just, and, you know, enjoying being out on the water and, uh, and yeah, and and the fishing really is in as good as it is, you know, around Bemidji. It's as good as it is anywhere in the country, really, for for being able to go catch fish and some big fish as well. It's it's a great place. Well, when I'm hungry, I go for walleye, and I will continue to do that. And of course, we're kind of getting into that time now, Gussie, Memorial Day weekend and into June, a kind of a sweet spot where the weather tends to be warmer and the fish are really biting. Yeah, this. Uh, this heat wave we're getting leading into the weekend is really going to help things, and it's going to sprout, get the weeds sprouting and growing, and uh, and that's you know that's where the fish are going to be. I think it's you're going to be wanting to fish relatively shallow. That's where the most numbers are going to be, and uh, you know if if we get some weather um, and it's a little bit tough, I would probably tie on a Northland. Uh, the fireball jigs it's all i ever use the stand-up fireball jig. Stand up but fireball, it's, okay. it's great for for pitching away from the boat and kind of dragging back through the weeds through the grass um it goes through through the stuff like pretty good um but tip with tip that with a shiner um and then if you really get into fish i you know i just use plastic a three inch impulse minnow on a quarter ounce jig and uh you know you you just kind of rip it through the cabbage and through the weeds, and that triggers a lot of bites. And, uh, you know, it, it, it works better if you find fish. The plastic actually works better because you're not tearing your bait off all the time. You can rip that, that plastic through the weeds, and it doesn't come off. So, But that's, that's what I'd be doing. Um, and, uh, you know, think, think shallow, 6 to 12 feet, and... That's uh, that's what's going to be going on up here on the on the north end of Lake of the Woods and and you know lakes across northern Minnesota. Is there a kind of a benchmark surface temperature that suggests to you it's time to move beyond the shallow bite? I mean, I just I usually I'm fishing shallow until I'm into June. That's kind of how I base it on. But you're you know the water temperatures are going to start hitting you know getting up into the 60s, and so if that's the case. Then you can you can think about you know if you're not catching fish, time to get on your electronics and, and start idling around and driving around looking for them. And, and if you're not uh, you know having luck in that shallower stuff, um, start looking on some of the offshore humps and long points. And you know the other thing too is is this time of year is looking for where the weeds are growing as well. So. You know, they might not, they don't grow necessarily in the exact same places every year, especially this year, you know, across this part of the world, a lot of the water is lower than, than normal. And so that, you know, influences where some of the weeds will grow as well. So, you know, looking, just, just getting on your electronics and looking for where the weeds are growing, you know, they're not going to be necessarily topped out where you can see them really easy. you got to sometimes find them with your electronics if they're only two or three feet off the bottom. And, uh... And, you know, I'm, I know if you find a good patch of weeds, you're going to find some walleyes this weekend. One of the things I think anglers need to be aware of in this day and age, we've got a few uh, lakes in our area that have gotten uh, zebra mussels in them, and it is affecting the clarity of the water. And, you know, 
that means the depth they used to be at and maybe the time of day you used to be able to catch them at, you might have to be making some adjustments. Yeah, clear water, they could, you know, that's going to, that's, that could kick some fish out a little bit deeper as well. So it's all about, you know, no matter what species you go for, um, being open-minded and, uh, you know, using, using your electronics and, uh, and your, your fish instincts to, to find them every day out there. You, you know, just because we all have our favorite spot that we're going to go to, um, you know, whether it's on opening weekend or early in the season, but the, you know, it's, it's sometimes you got to move a hundred yards or a quarter mile down the lake to, to relocate them again. So that's a, that's a big thing is just being open-minded and, uh, you know, the fish might not be exactly where you think they're going to be, but they're probably close by. Your neck of the woods, lake of the woods, of course, we've got a big chunk of it in Minnesota, and I know a lot of people spend a lot of time in the Minnesota waters, but I know some that just yep. need to be over on that Ontario side. What is it about the Ontario side that draws us Minnesotans over there? Well, we, we're lucky because we got all the islands. We got uh, The lake's got over 14,000 islands on it, so... The nice thing about the Canadian side is you can hide out. You're not going to get weathered out. You can, you know, you don't need a great big boat to be out there. And and the fishing's phenomenal. I mean, there's so many points and humps and reefs and um, you know, little bays. Just it's endless the amount of water you have to fish. And then not only do you have great walleye fishing, but we've got the crappies and Musky fishing is going to open the third Saturday in June, but there's lots of pike, great bass fishing. We've got lake trout in some of the, you know, more isolated areas farther north. So it's it's a pretty amazing body of water, you know, when you consider all of those different things. And, um, you know, I'm lucky. I get to travel all over North America to go fishing, and uh, you couldn't pay me to live anywhere else in the summer. I love this lake and and getting to fish up in this part of the world. All right. As we head to the weekend, uh, if I'm going bass fishing, what do I absolutely have to have in my boat? Bass fishing, I'm going to have a spinnerbait if it's windy, a topwater, popper, a frog. Uh, I'd use the popper for smallmouth and the frog for largemouth, and I would have a 5-inch Northland dipstick, soft soft stick bait, just rig it weightless, and uh, you're, if, if you can't catch bass on those three things, then you might want to try a different lake. Okay. And what about walleye? What do I need in my boat? Walleye fishing, you need a handful of fireball jigs, um, maybe some uh, some plastic and three-inch smelt minnows, and maybe some, uh, some live bait as well. All right. And, Jeff, if we want to book a trip, do you still do any guiding up there? I do, yeah. You can find me online, gussyoutdoors.com. Uh, and also on social media, and you can send me a message, and I'm happy to uh, find a free day. I'm happy to take people fishing for sure. Jeff Gussie Gustafson, uh, first of all, thanks for spending time with us today, and good luck in your final event, and I, I'm hoping we'll be watching you in the FLW Championship in August. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great, great weekend. Michelle, Bob Barn, yeah. Country. Great. Country.